I was going to say, we need a G-Pen. Hello and welcome to the Android Police Podcast. My name is Daniel Bader. This week on the show, it's all about the Pixel, a little bit about Android, and the iPhone 15 series, I guess, is launching next week, along with an Apple Watch not Series 9 and an Apple Watch Ultra. We'll preview those devices and, and talk about what Apple should expect from the change to USB-C. It's, uh, it's going to get a little messy, I think. Ara, Will, welcome. Happy Friday. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> Ara, how are you? I'm as okay as one can be for having COVID. So. Yes, that's right, folks. We are making Ara work while she's got COVID. No, that's oh, yeah. Not, I volunteered for the true. podcast. I, was I can't say. go anywhere. So I might as well podcast. I was like, Ara's definitely out. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sitting at home. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be on the... On the pod, you do sound pretty wonderful for for someone who you, you. If you didn't tell me you had COVID, I would not think you were sick. I, I think. Well, I, I genuinely I, could not have stood during while well, I had COVID. Like, never yeah. mind talk. Yeah. So I think it's the level of exhaustion that I've just been at for like the last month, maybe month and a half, that I'm just like, oh, this explains why I felt so tired for so long. But yeah, no, I'm I'm super tired and have like basically no energy and my throat isn't super duper happy with me, but I just started drinking a Coke, so I at least have a little bit of energy. There's no point in not doing the podcast unless I literally can't talk because I'm I'm stuck here. I I can't pack to go home. I can't get on a plane tonight the way I was supposed to, so I might as well might as well come and talk about Android with all of you lovely people. Yeah, we're welcome. Make uh, make some Coca Cola out of cocaine. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's jump in. There were a couple of Android 14 related announcements this week, Will, that I wouldn't say blew anybody away, but are interesting. We're expecting Android 14 later. Uh, well, we were expecting it like right now. Right now. <laughs> and uh, like literally during this podcast, it would get released. But that didn't happen. And Google yeah. has not said why, but we do suspect there were some internal reshuffling reasons. So we'll get into what Google did announce and then talk about what they didn't. Let's start with what they did. So there's a quarterly Android release that alongside the Pixel, oh my God, this is not confusing at all, but there are Pixel quarterly feature drops and Android quarterly feature drops. Now, obviously, Pixels benefit mm -hmm. from the Android quarterly feature drops, but Android quarterly feature drops are available to everybody, right? Yeah, this is definitely Android... very clear and, and, Sorry. and an easy I mean, thing if to I, explain. I don't think I could have made that any clearer, <laughs> unfortunately. Android quarterly feature drop is here, not a Pixel, just no. Android. Uh, it comes with a, a, I mean, if we think of these quarterly feature drops as just like grab bag releases, that's particularly true for Android as a whole, not just for Pixels. Even more than that, a lot of the stuff, and, and this is not unique to the fall 2023 quarterly feature drop, a lot of these are often either stuff they already announced that is finally coming or, or even sometimes just kind of a reminder with there's one of those in, in this week's uh, drop. Or it's like stuff that maybe Google didn't tell us, but like leaked out through APK teardowns, which so like. If you are deep into following, you know, every piece of Android news, as I assume anyone listening to this is, 
a lot of this you've probably already heard about, like either through official announcements at, at IO or shortly after IO or literally just APK teardowns, um, which is, which is, I don't know, kind of funny of, of how everything just comes out. But yeah, I mean, the big thing this week is this redesigned assistant at a glance widget, which speaking of <laughs> confusing uh, Google things is not the at a glance widget on your pixel. It's the assistant at a glance widget in the Google app, which any Android phone can use, but also Pixel phones can technically use if you just put it below the other at a glance widget. It's, but until today, yeah, they looked exactly the same. Pretty much. I, I do think that the, the Pixel one had, had quite a bit more. Uh, it, it could do a lot more. Yeah, it, it ties into like the, the sensors exactly. inside the Pixels that a regular widget just can't though this this one is starting to look more like it is getting uh, uh it does seem to be a little more feature packed than than the old version which i i couldn't tell you the last time they announced they were improving it so it's got an entirely new design i think is the big thing here it's like a pill shaped it's very material you it's got a little i don't even know what would you call the shape around the weather widget it's like a kid cut it out with a scissors doily. it's a doily sure it's a doily shape. yeah which you'll either love or hate, I suppose. I personally have the worst time in the world trying to tap the weather widget on a pixel without opening calendar. So the bigger, the better for my dumb, fat fingers. Um, but yeah, it does mean that it's a completely different look on every other Android phone than what's on the pixel. And like, it does look at least, you know, again, you can love or hate the design, but I would say it looks more like Material U than the, than the current pixel widget that is built into the launcher i would say the pixel widget does not have a design sure it's, it's just kind just of there blank yeah. space that's filled up by data which is fine but a lot of people rightfully so are upset they can't remove it yeah uh, so yeah. well they can they just can't do it with the pixel launcher but they can't True. use any other launchers if they want their gestures to work properly so i mean we don't want to get into the whole third party yeah, pic- yeah, third yeah, party no. launchers on modern devices because that will take up the rest of the hour but yeah. i don't think most pixel users change their launchers anymore if you are listening to this actually th- i'm very curious if you're listening to this and you're on a pixel phone do you use a third party launcher i want to hear from you tell me which one is it nova launcher is it niagara launcher is it like smart launcher 5 I want to know because that is something that I action launcher our friend uh, Chris Lacey. I I want to I want to know what you use on your. Actually, let's expand this to all Android phones because yes, why why please. limit this to Pixel phones? Uh, if you use a third party launcher on any Android phone, email us podcast at androidpolice.com. Let us know what it is and why. Do you want me to write the email? now or should i just come out and say that i've been using niagara on my s23 ultra i don't blame you for that i just think the pixel launcher there's is nothing actually wrong with that good. niagara is great yeah i put niagara on the z fold 5 and i was like oh i get it now and then i i have switched back to the s i was trying to get the one ui beta and it just won't come to me and then i was like well i'm just gonna use this until i have to switch to uh i guess the pixel 8 which we'll talk about in a bit but yeah i don't know i was like i think i finally get like, this is what I want where there's, like, not a lot of blank space because, like, it's just taken up by a list of apps. And I'm not a widgets guy. I'm not a folders guy. And I was like, this is what I need out of a launcher. So, like, I'm actually quite enjoying it. I don't think I would like it as much on a smaller screen, though. I do think Niagara is, it benefits from, like, 
the big screens on a on a foldable or a and a phablet like the S twenty three Ultra. Well, Niagara is just a big long list, so it yeah. the bigger the screen, the better. But at the yeah. same time, even if you have a small screen, for sure, it's still pretty easy to get through it, so long as you turn yeah. off labels. I have like ten apps pinned. Is the reason it would not work on like the other phone? I'm like kind of futzing around with right now is the pixel 7a and like i'd have to scroll down every single time even f- just for the pinned apps so but yeah i'm enjoying it okay let's continue android 14 quarterly feature release this at a glance widget it uses ai i guess to predict what you're gonna want to yeah, see that's it 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 was what, what does that actually mean nothing here? and it was in the in the blog post it was very <laughs> like it was it was honestly the the thing they talked about the least in the blog post this week which is weird because i think it's the only thing anyone ever really paid attention to they were like it it's using ai to and i i it, it really just feels like it's just an evolution of language google has used to talk about the way it serves you data dating back to like google now like it's just ai is the buzzword currently and so they're going to say ai instead of machine learning or whatever but it's all the same stuff right like yeah yeah so just to be clear here, like Google puts together a pretty nice looking one sheet every time mm-hmm. there's a quarterly feature drop. And for this particular release, it said, this AI powered assistant at a glance widget intuitively surfaces helpful information on your home screen. Get high precision weather alerts, dynamic travel updates, and upcoming event reminders. That's it. That's all they say. Yeah. So. I'm guessing for non-Pixel users, that's actually just three features. You get weather you know, alerts, it, you're you right. get dynamic it could just travel be the updates, three. Yeah. and upcoming event reminders. I don't actually, because you don't get to change up the settings the way you do on the Pixel launcher with this widget, from what I understand. Well, and this is why half the internet forgot that this widget existed this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's nice looking, I guess. Yeah. But nobody's going to think that this is an actual replacement for the pixel at a glance no, but i just love to see the design i guess come to to or at least like make it an option or something i don't know i i i feel like the the pixel at a glance widget is is ready for a uh, a new look agreed i think that'll happen on the pixel anyway but it'll probably happen once the pixel 8 is announced yeah. i can real quick break down what else was in this announcement so zoom and webex meetings are coming to android auto that was announced at io i believe it's still just coming soon. So this is, it, it. you know, it was coming soon in May and it's it's coming soon now. That's kind of Google's MO sometimes. There's some AI accessibility features. So like it can basically auto generate alt tags for images, but it, it, they're very like human sounding. So it's like, instead of just being like a dog on a beach is the alt tag. It's like in this image, I can see a dog is running on the sand. I can also see a ball in its mouth. That's the example. That Google gave maybe the secret best thing in this announcement is that which was already teased, but while it is getting photo uploads so that you can store your library card or your gym pass, anything with a barcode or a QR code. I have now built a home gym in my basement, but up until a couple months ago, I would just like use a lock screen image of like my gym's barcode so that I wouldn't have to like get the app out. So this was uh, very helpful, I would say. It's a it's a cool feature. And then if you are tracking your sleep with a Fitbit, you can do it with assistant routine or you can hear your results with assistance routines. Now, if you want to do that for some reason, God bless. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would just be annoying. Yeah, I agree. Every day to be like, 
Hey, Daniel, welcome. Uh, good morning. The the lights are on in your kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, it's part of your good morning. Preheated your. Yeah. It's like no, stop it. This isn't her. Like we're not dating. Like get out of. <laughs> stop. I'm too tired for this. Are you leaving me? We're all leaving. But it's nice that Google's at least trying to tie in multiple products. And we talked a little bit about the home app getting significantly better, more triggers, more actions. This is Google finally. I mean, how long has the home app been seemingly neglected? The public preview, when was it released, Ara? In 2022? Like mid-2022 for some people? For the new design for home? Yeah, the new design. Uh, I believe that was, yeah, I think that was... 2022. I don't think it was late 2021. I think we've had it for long enough that it was it it was it came in and then it finally launched in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But most people should have it now and they are clearly taking more care to port old Nest features over to it. These integrations make it feel like a proper ecosystem. Once Matter launches in earnest, I think people will actually get some utility out of products that aren't supported by the Google Home ecosystem as well. So I like my decision. I think the decision I made to go into the Google slash Nest ecosystem now feels like the right one, but I still don't think it's as good as it could be, right? I just think Amazon has neglected the A ecosystem more and everybody's sort of waiting on Tinder hooks for matter to expand into something that everybody can work with, right? Yeah. See, I just, I wish I could get excited about Matter anymore because I spent so long being like, oh, this is going to actually help. This is going to be a standard that actually improves the overall quality of smart home products and the cohesiveness. And we have just watched company after company after company just like pull back on their Matter plans or say we no longer have a timetable for this. So I just kick them down the road even. I don't yeah. think they're canceling their matter plan. I don't think though. they're canceling it. I think it's just a matter of it's, oh, we, we get to it when we get to it. It's not a priority anymore, which is unfortunate. There needs to be a critical mass, right? Every, nobody wants to be first mm-hmm. to an ecosystem where somebody's going to buy your product and then have a bad experience because they expected it to work better than it is. So this is sort of this situation where everybody is just holding out as long as they possibly can and at some point one of the bigger companies is going to make i I think it might actually be apple that does this through HomeKit. i'm not entirely sure but if apple makes some big bet on matter which i I don't know if apple would say that they've made a big bet on it but they've certainly supported matter and if we start getting some HomeKit compatible products that also work with matter and then can work on non-apple products relatively well we might have some momentum there but i don't know i mean i'm finding it difficult to get excited about matter the way i did a year ago i think smart home platforms as a whole right now are like completely half-assed and that's why i've returned to uh candlelight i just light my house by candles oh good it's a lot easier yeah, that's much yeah. much safer i thought and so. no no assistant telling you uh hi will uh, your house is on fire <laughs> by the way did you know you can activate <laughs> would you like me to call 911 i'll just wait for you before you let me know i mean the 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 other thing too that i find funny in this drop is the ability to add 
photos and QR codes to a wallet is a feature that I used in non-payment wallets 10 years ago. Yeah. Like this is not a new feature anywhere. No, no, no. It's it's a new feature to to Google Wallet, but like didn't it, Google it, Pay yeah, like, have this feature though at some point? I can't remember. Um it had it for barcodes cuz I could like scan in my like loyalty thing for like the spec uh spec liquor store back in Texas and like my Costco membership card. So yeah, you could do it with barcodes. You couldn't do it with I think anything else okay. though cuz it would only just like take and replicate the barcode. Have I told you guys that um Google Wallet is completely broken for me? Mm-mm. I've talked about it and mm-hmm. I've wrote about it. I it's it's in a hands-on somewhere. I think it's in the Z Fold 5 hands-on. For some reason I have three like main cards. I have a debit card and two credit cards. None of them will add to Google Wallet anymore. Like at all. Have you? Yep. <laughs> Anything you're about to suggest, I've tried. Okay. Because when that happened to me before, I had to remove the card entirely from my Google yep. account and then add it back yep. in. Everything I've tried has not worked. I've talked to all three of the various bank or financial companies. It always ends with, yeah, just... I guess just contact Google. And I'm like, do you understand what you're telling me to do right now? Like, they're like, contact Google wallet support. And I'm like, it doesn't exist. It's not there. You're telling me to talk to people that aren't there. I'll get Sergey Brin on it. He'll know what to do. (laughs) Please. This is a cry for help. Do you know what is working? When I set the Z Fold 5, like, I was like, well, I'll use Samsung wallet. And it broke immediately. And I like it. Like, I opened the app and it like froze and then hard crashed. And I was like, all right, well, I tried that one. Uh, I did try it again, and I was able to add cards to Samsung Wallet. So, like, it works there. It's literally just I've I've added cards to Apple Pay before. It's literally just Google Wallet will not let me add cards. So, it very fun, um, very very cool. Talking about very cool, let's talk about the new Android branding. This is not new. We heard about this at I/O, but it it's now launched. It capitalizes the A in Android. So there's that. And then there's a the the bug droid has a body again, which is neat. And he's 3D, and he's 3D, third dimension, and he's got a little belly, which I love. He does have a little belly. It's it's pretty. I, listen, I've seen people down on this design. I like it. I think it's fun. The the word whatever. I don't care. But like, I like the 3D bug droid. I think he's got character. The first thing I saw him doing was doing this like walk with swagger that somebody had. <laughs> I don't know if it was in the asset somewhere and I just can't find it or if somebody had like coded it because it's a 3D thing and obviously it's a 3D asset somewhere. Yeah. But it was like walking dead on towards the screen and I was like, and I will say it was at like one in the morning so grayscale mode was on because I was supposed to be in bed. It's like a Pixel Buds Pro case sprouted legs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And... Because the, the, the body shape with the little circle, uh, with the little uh, curve yeah, for the head, I see it. it looks exactly like a Pixel Buds Pro case, which <laughs> I'm like, I okay, Google needs to make a case that looks like yeah, this. Yeah, like a silicon case for the, for the Pixel. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Especially if we're getting new colors in October, like they keep thinking that we're going to. Yeah. A limited edition case drop alongside the next feature drop. That's what's going to happen here. There we go. <laughs> If it knew how to market anything, it would do that. <laughs> the second thing is uh, going to harken back to our old site because uh, whenever I saw the new uh, bug droid just kind of like moving around, I'm like, okay, I need this thing to do the old Lloyd poses oh, from Android sure. Central. Yeah. yeah. Just the crossing of the arms and then doing the like uh, break dancing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not exactly yeah. breakdancing, but it's it's sort of like no, but you, I know what you, you mean. remember yeah. the pose. Yeah, it, it's it's like giving attitude. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's way like that stunting. a six year old gives attitude to you. Yeah, it's like the only way. It's like they cross their arms and they like sulk a little bit and they lean. Oh back. no 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 the the other the other pose. So I'm. I'm oh have yeah to... yeah okay so I I I remember there were a couple of Lloyd variations. Yeah. If you go to the blog post that Google put together on the new modern look for the Android brand, I don't think you should overthink it, right? Like this is very much just an updated version of what we've had for 15 years now, but it allows Google to play with it in a lot of ways that it couldn't before by giving it dimension and then allowing the top of the body or just like the head to be a variety of shapes and textures and colors. And I think that will benefit the brand overall, right? Oh, absolutely. People won't need to read the word Android to understand that it's, that it's Android. And I think Android as a brand is in a really tough place right now because I hate to put it in the, in the same conversation as a company like Qualcomm, but it's kind of where Qualcomm is at the moment, where it permeates everything, but it also has zero mindshare. And for people that don't really know the nuances of Samsung Android and OnePlus Android and Pixel Android, they just know of Android as like a name usually associated with Samsung. And Google is in an unenviable position of having the most popular operating system in the world that barely anybody understands the origins of and how it actually functions, nor should they. People don't need to understand AOSP to understand Android as a brand, but it's instructive that Google thinks that it can make strides by putting the Android bug droid in more places and making it accessible so that people might understand that Google owns Android, Android powers your Galaxy, and that's really the competitor to iOS versus whatever Samsung's doing, which is mostly just hardware. But anyway. Oh. Wait, really quick. Speaking of Samsung, I want to talk about something really quick because I, I, I want to write about it, but I'm worried it's I'm not going to find time until it's not relevant anymore. There was a tweet that went viral on the very good platform X that uh, I think everyone likes and loves of someone at the Eras tour uh, seeing Miss Taylor Swift in like what looked like 300 level seats, like just really like what they could get. Right. Because like it's very difficult to get tickets to that. Using an S23 Ultra to zoom in at 100x to get like footage of surprisingly like, you know, it's grainy, it's noisy, whatever, but surprisingly decent footage of Taylor Swift performing on stage. Like you can see her in the like she's taking up most of the screen, right? I, I retweeted it and I was like, Samsung needs to like, this is the marketing. You need to like approach Swifties and be like, hey, do you know how you only got 300 level seats? for the Eras tour, your iPhone can do like garbage 10x zoom in video or whatever. Have you considered looking at what we can give you? By the way, RCS is basically just iMessage. So if you all <laughs> switch, you'll be fine. All That's I'm saying cool. is that you, they should let me run marketing at Samsung because I genuinely think they could flip market share in the US by advertising to Swifties. I think anything you advertise to Swifties is effective. But in particular, there's a lot of people, thousands of people who go to Taylor Swift's era's concerts at like massive stadiums and are in the three to 500 se sections 
and can't see anything but the massive jumbotron. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that is a good argument to have a phone with telephoto. Yeah, absolutely. And the Pro Max, and we'll talk about it later, but is is rumored to have a a better telephoto lens. But you go back and you watch Samsung ads and a lot of them are like, if they're not for the foldables, in which case they're only focused on the flip. With the S23 Ultra, a lot of it is like, it's so powerful. And I'm like, that is marketing thinking from, this is what I want to write about. This is marketing thinking from a decade ago. Now you have to be like, Here's what, how this will make your life better compared to the iPhone you have now. Did you know that we will make those 300 level seats feel like 100 level seats? Done. Easy. <laughs> That's your value add. That's how Samsung can get, it, it like bundles Era's tickets with their phones. Yeah. That's it. That's there how they go. do this. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that would actually work. <laughs> I mean, that would be I'm a sure mess. It would for, but, for at least um, one day. Yeah, well, you know, and the make prices sure they people are the paying phone. for Aeros tickets, like they might as well just buy a new phone anyway. Yeah, honestly, All right. I, I need to insist we move on. Yes. So, Google, as it is wont to do every year, has just come out and teased its new products. This is after a barrage of legitimate leaks from the company's own website again. So last week we talked about an image that Google hosted accidentally of the Pixel 8 Pro. This week, it was even more stark. They had a made by Google subdomain on the Google store where you could like see a 3D model of the Pixel 8 and 8 Pro. So that only stayed up for a few minutes, but it was enough for people to get a fairly well, no, you good, could you could so it was like a Pixel simulator, right? And and if you looked right. at the URL, if you went to the Pixel 7 Pro one, it had like Pixel 7 Pro in the URL. If you just changed the 7 to the 8, the 8 showed up. Like, Incredible. it was just live. It was. That's how people found out. It's very funny of like, what if I changed the 7 to an 8? Oh, there it is. There's the phone. Not that it looks that different. But no. after that happened, there were a couple of other minor leaks this week. Uh, and then Google just tweeted it out. So we now have official marketing material uh, Google has offered ba- the backs of the phones. They do look more rounded. We haven't seen the front of the phones yet, officially. Not especially, yeah, no. Just so we just... don't know if the Pixel A Pro is indeed flat, but it probably is. And honestly, like, what else can we tell you about this? It's not particularly groundbreaking stuff here. Slightly it's updated designs. There's a pink, pink Pixel 8. There's a pink one. The pink one doesn't look as good as blue, though. There's and a the blue, blue one is the one well. that we've been seeing. Yeah. I like the pink. It's kind of like a salmon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's giving gold. me vibes from the... Well, it's giving me the same vibes as the uh, the Pixel 6 mm. for, like, the main backplate. What is frustrating me about this, because I, I spent a long time looking at these, a long time. I spent, like, several seconds looking at these renders yesterday while I was writing about them, which is in render time a long time. The 8 looks glossy to me in these images, especially next to the Pro. You can see the reflections in the Pro are different. I can't tell if this is a color thing, if like maybe some of the colors are matte and some are glossy, or if it's the Pixel 8 Pro is matte and the Pixel 8 is glossy. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like it definitely looks in in some of these images like you can see the difference in how the, the light is reflecting off these phones in these images, but I just just make them all matte. Why are we just... Stop making glossy phones. Stop it. All matte. 
I can't I mean, argue with you there. The only thing I can say is the exact same thing that Google is going to say, which is you're going to slap a case on it anyway. That's it, right? Make a glossy phone and people will be more likely to buy a case yeah, for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, how else? Well, it's going to make the phone slipperier and then you have to buy a case for it. Well, yeah, and and, and I have to protect my hand from the heat that this thing is going to output. <laughs> so Pixel 8, Pixel 8 Pro, we've seen the backs of them now. I mean, they're, the, the Pixel 8 Pro is really leaning into that Cylon design. And I I, I don't know, I'm I'm here for it. It's It's now especially since it's a bit more rounded on the sides. At least the porcelain preview that we got is matte. It looks matte. So I like that. I think it'll be a nice contrast with the glossy aluminum sides. So there is a SIM tray. That's confirmed. There were some rumors that Google would get rid of a SIM tray on the Pixel 8 series. That's not happening. And that's it. We may have also seen a Pixel uh, a Pixel Watch two, but we, we did, we did that that. So they have their teaser site up now, and it it at the bottom of the Pixel eight teaser site it says Pixel Watch two. So it's it's okay. It's official. It it's just hard it to tell because it looks exactly identical. the same, like yeah. literally exactly the same. So uh, when I wrote this news story yesterday, I mean some inside baseball, like the the second video in the teaser site had not gone live yet when I when I published. It was just the the shorter first teaser. Um, which had the watch in it, and it was, you know, a little bit of like, I'm pretty sure this is the watch too, but I genu- I do have to like hedge a little bit here because it could just be the watch one again. I don't like it's identical. The 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 quick shot they show of it is of the band mechanism, the the twist and lock, and so it's like, well, that was on the last one, so I'm I think this is new, but if it's not, sorry. Like, but they're also showing Pixel Buds, and I yeah. can't imagine they're updating the Pixel Buds I Pro. I think those are just it's a new It's not. Color. They're doing the same thing they did when the Pixel Buds 7a launched, yeah. which is they're putting out new colors. Yeah, they're, right. they're really so into they porcelain. porcelain. Yeah. So that might just be a Pixel Watch 1 in, and then a well, it porcelain. Could, but it, again, if you go to the... the, the um, I'll just say here. Here's a, I'm throwing a link in the podcast channel. Jules, you can, you can cut me saying that out. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of, of that link, uh, it says more help is close at hand. The Google Pixel Watch Two, and it is the porcelain Pixel Watch. Fine, yeah, I know. Fine. Un unhelpful. We but, should say uh, uh, the other thing out of this teaser: October fourth pre-order date. That is official. Uh, it's in mm. all the fine text uh, in in these videos. So a day of the announcement, like have your wallet ready, get ready to crash the Google Store or whatever. Love those days where you can't order anything. <laughs> okay. Google may have just spilled the beans on an upcoming Chromecast. So this is unsurprising, mm-hmm. but Google is likely to announce an, uh, a successor to the Chromecast with Google TV. Yeah. It's what, t- three years three old years. now? Yeah. So yeah. it's about time. There's a new, it looks like a chromatic of an updated controller or remote with more rounded buttons so the remote is longer yeah it looks like it has a volume rocker on the front now as opposed to the side one Mm. kind of like it it looks very makes all the sense in the world absolutely (laughs) it it looks very uh apple tv in its current layout and then another another button another pill shaped button that i assume is like short I'm not even sure that that's a pill-shaped button or if it's just that that's the same like little divot that we have at the bottom for what is currently the TV button and the uh, input button. Well, uh, there is a screenshot of create a shortcut uh, in in Michelle's tweet. So I I assume it has the same star icon. So I assume that's what it. But yeah, it's it is. It's not a circle, I guess, is my point. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think it's the same little trough that we have at the bottom of the current Chromecast uh, remote. And then it's just there's two little circular buttons inside that little trough because those mm-hmm. are the ones that tend to be different from the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it wouldn't make replaced... sense for it to be one side or the other unless it's two separate buttons. That's right. They'll, they're going to add a star in place of the switch sources button. Right. And they'll allow you to switch sources with the with the star button or magic button, whatever. Uh, but you don't have to use it for that. Or they might just say, oh, you can use Google Assistant to change the input on the TV using C- uh, HDMI CEC. And here's a button you'll use more often. Yeah, okay. Until you sense. start seeing slowdown <laughs> and then you hate it and then you replace it with literally any other streaming box well that's my issue right like i had to pull up a, an image of the chromecast remote because i haven't used it in so long where i was like what divot i'll i'm just gonna nod along and like yeah now that i'm looking at it i totally remember it but i was like i was like i thought the youtube and the netflix shortcuts were at the bottom i just completely forgot the design of this remote nope because you needed some way to control yeah, the tv 100 no, it makes sense but yeah now that i actually have my tv set up in my bedroom i've been using my chromecast with google tv a little bit more since my living room tv has it built in these days yeah the remote upgrade looks cool that's not the upgrade that's going to matter here if this doesn't double the ram i don't know what the hell we're and doing quadruple the storage yeah Look, this is going to be the problem with reviewing this thing is because the, the Chromecast with Google TV works fine out of the box. Like even three years later today, if you go buy one right now, you'll probably have a good time for the first couple months and then it will get bad. And it is one of those things where we'll probably enjoy it. Like this new one will probably get a lot of positive reviews, possibly from us. Like, I, I, I don't know. But there is, you know, it is a thing where we will need to keep if I will not blame anyone. In fact, I would I would probably recommend people to wait six months after this launches to see what people think of it to see what early adopters think of it if it gets announced in october the only time to even start considering buying this would be black friday well, but at I, the same time right, if they're like 50 bucks you don't need to save that much money on <laughs> no no because no. if they're gonna if if they're going to give us the extra ram and the extra storage sure. that this needs this would need to be a hundred dollars oh, it doesn't at need the very to least, storage and ram are cheap right now they don't need to charge a hundred dollars for it. i'm aware of that i also know how google will operate in that regard well okay let me put this another way if this is a hundred dollars definitely don't buy it for six months um but i will say whoever ends up reviewing this thing and i really hope it's me just because i loved the original one to death but i also understand that it has software problems that need fixing whoever reviews this if this still has that uh oh wi-fi disconnected thing that'll come up within the first minute of the device being turned on that takes an entire star off at this point it has Uh, been a year and a half Uh. it's an android issue it will it's an Android TV thing because it happens on my TCL. It happens on my Shield TV yeah, too. But at the same time, I I don't care if it's beyond this device. This is something that Google can fix and hasn't. And they won't. Okay, grab bag. I want to just go through a couple other small things. So Apple's iPhone event is Tuesday, September 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. It is exactly what you expect. So it will be iPhone 15, 15 Plus, 15 Pro, and 15 Pro Max. According to German, there is no 15 Ultra. The major change will be obviously USB-C ports on all four devices. The cheaper two devices are getting the Dynamic Island. There is titanium on the Pros this year as opposed to stainless steel, which should make them lighter and more robust. And then on the Pro Max, there is a new 6x telephoto which will use a periscope lens so 
those are the big changes, but Apple's also slimming the bezels a little bit. It is launching the first three nanometer SOC with the A17 Bionic, which I think will obviously blow everything else out the water for a while. And there are going to be new sensors in the Pros, but not as big of an upgrade as the telephoto on the Pro Max. So there now will be a difference between the Pro and the Pro Max in terms of camera features again. Last year, they came to parity. This year, they're back to having some differences. And then there's an action button to replace the switch or mute. All of these things, I don't know. I mean, last year felt like a big upgrade. The 14 Pro and Pro Max were like the first without SIM cards, the dynamic island. There's a lot of small changes here and there, but this does feel a little bit more like an iterative update, except for the USB-C change. Which is bound to piss off some Apple you know, fans, I'm sure. Like, I do think some people are blowing it a little bit out of proportion of like how many regular, quote unquote, regular people are going to to actually care. Like, I think a lot more people have USB-C than they realize. Like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. if my mom buys an iPhone 15, which she's going to because I'm going to make her, um, because she's got to get off her <laughs> iPhone 10. Um, but like, she's got a MacBook Air. Like she, she's already got a USB. Like like she she's got USB C devices around the house. Like it's not it's not that big of a deal. Well, and so many of the iPads have gone to USB C exactly. as well. So like exactly. we've we've spent enough time with Apple like easing the other sections into it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There is one more possible change for the iPhone 15 series that I want to mention, and that is that I'm very much hoping that MagSafe is for sure an Apple thing. I'm hoping that Apple next week will be like these are the first phones with two, mm-hmm. so all of your MagSafe stuff still works and will be amazing. But we have the newer upgraded version of this that will allow you to have attachments that won't fall off as easily and a wider variety of accessories. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very much hoping that that is kicking off with Apple next month. So that way, maybe we actually have a reasonable variety of BlackBerry Mobile Key 2 accessories by the time the Galaxy S24 launches in January, February, whenever. Yeah, almost certainly. I mean, we know that the S24 line will launch with Qi 2. So I was so hoping it was going to be the Pixel 8 that would pop that cherry on the Android side. Yeah, Google, Good Google's luck not even going to do it. You don't want line. that to happen. Google will but end it- up making, like, they'll set your house on fire. <laughs> they'll make you buy an $80 wireless charger that has a fan that also is terrible. Like, you don't want that. Trust me. It's a magnetic ring and then a key coil. And like, it's Google. Google should not be able to, like, a Pixel was the image for Gee. 2 on its website. It wasn't an iPhone. It wasn't a Samsung. It was a Pixel 7 Pro for the majority of this year. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, can, can I just say I was I was genuinely thinking about trading in my 14 Pro Max for a actually for a 15 Pro uh, as a smaller size just to have it on USB-C so that I can stop keeping a, a lightning cable nearby yeah, for when I need and this. That's it's but between and the, given the trade in values for Apple phones, know, that's probably a worthwhile thing but they're rumored to be more expensive this year. And the fact that it's not getting that periscope lens on the 15 Pro, and I'm like, I might just hold on to it. Like, I'm not using this phone enough to, to like, warrant the several hundred dollars it would cost me to do it. it. It is purely a tech reporter problem, I suppose. And you're assuming that you can't just wait until November the way we would tell Pixel owners and that there will be magically... Not, not on an iPhone. I, I don't know about that, man. Especially from like carriers and whatnot. Well, I don't want to buy through my carrier. I don't like doing that. 
I'll take the extra however many hundreds off, mostly because Android trading values suck otherwise. Mm. Yeah, I, I get it. But anyway, that, that's that's my take on this. I'll, I'll, we'll talk more next week. But yeah. Yeah, uh, once we know uh, a bit yes. more, I think we, we, will, we will definitely um, have a bit more to say about that. I'm more... I mean, I'm 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 curious about how they're going to approach a Periscope lens inside an iPhone. I think it'll obviously be a bit different than everybody else. It's also interesting that it looks like it's 6x, you know, not 5 or 10. But I've used the iPhone 14 Pro, and the the 3x on that is just bad. It's terrible. It's just bad. It's it's why Samsung should advertise their phones for concerts. Anyway, agreed. Okay, before we end, I just want to say there is a video on NKBHD's channel. Uh, it's about a phone called the Solana Saga, which is made by a company called Awesome. It's based on the uh, Awesome uh, OV1. Yeah, that never um, came out. Which never came out. Yeah. But it, it, it's. It, that was the successor by, to the essential phone. That was like yeah. the essential team kind of trying to restart. We should. That's, there's a lot of context around it. Uh, MKBHD covers all of that context. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, it is just fast. So full disclosure: uh, the PR lead at Son, uh, Awesome, at, I think Awesome, yeah. who which made the phone with Solana, the blockchain company, was is Ryan Hager, who was an editor at Android Police. But that has no bearing on what we're saying. This is a very interesting video, right? It harkens back to a lot of the conversations we had about crypto in mobile in the world back in like 2021 yeah. and before the bubble burst in 2022. I think it's interesting that like if you ignore all of the crypto stuff, which there isn't a lot in there, this is just a very well-made mid-range Android phone with very disappointing cameras similar to the Essential phone. Yeah, those cameras were rough. That w those samples were were not good. I will say. Yeah, but I think it'll find a, a niche audience, right? Yeah, this is similar to the essential phone, where exactly that it was a well made, beautiful device with unique materials that had awful cameras. Yeah, I wonder if after this goes on sale below the six hundred dollar price point that it launched at. Well, it launched at a thousand. Well, it's I mean, down not to really. six hundred. They, if you bought it for a thousand, they gave you. They they didn't charge you a thousand dollars. Sure, but uh, I would expect this to go below five hundred bucks like pretty quickly. It is tough at uh even at the price it's at currently. But like it it looks great. MKBHD says that like the build quality is phenomenal on it. Like the hardware really is the winning thing here. So yeah, it is kind of the, a twofold bummer of both the cameras and then just yeah like you can't ignore the blockchain stuff, but it is still there. You know, it is still there. Yeah, it's a good video. You should go. You should go watch that. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week with another episode talking all about Apple's announcements. We will likely also preview what's going to happen at Amazon. There's oh, also yeah. a Microsoft Surface event at the end of the month and then uh, Pixel in early October. Oh, so lots, so much stuff. lots to talk October came early this year. All right, I hope you feel better. <laughs> I hope you get some sleep and this uh, gets out of your system sooner than later. Me too. I'm just happy it came now and not, you know, in three weeks when we're just like, oh, we have Microsoft and Pixel and Amazon all, all at once. <laughs> yep. Will, I hope you have a good weekend. You too, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, as I said earlier, send us an email, podcast at androidpolice.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.